Welcome to the Blue Dot Podcast. Please join us as we discuss what's happening in Harrison County, Indiana. County and welcome to the Blue Dot Podcast. I am Graylin Porter and today we're joined by Alex Porter. Hello. Hi. It's been a minute since you've been on. It's been a while. A lot's happened. We've had a summer but I'm happy to be back (laughs) and excited to catch up. Catch up. Um, We had a great summer. We had a theme to our summer. Do we want to talk about that maybe? Um, I I came up with a theme for the summer for our compound here on Ridley called Life of Abundance 2023. It was a great summer. It was a great summer. I mean, we just went hard. We had all different kinds of feasts is what we called them. We ate like crazy. And, you know, I mean, not to bore anybody with all our family chit chat. No. We ate ridiculously all summer. Mm-hmm. We smoked briskets. We did pork butts we made yep. i mean i don't even know uh I mean, ribs ribs we had a complete thanksgiving meal so basically this is not a vegetarian family no um, and it's weird because andrew and i eat vegetarian weird, most of the time but you know these summer that, meals we just said heck with it but hey it was a great summer it was a great summer the boys had, had a good a time mm-hmm. uh, i thought the weather was good the weather was summer. awesome we never had these crazy hot days like as of recording, we've come I know. off a horrible week here. It really was. Um, yeah. But so it was a great summer, and now we're back in the thick of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to start talking about fall. Yep. You're here to talk about the community events coming community up. Community events. And I feel like Corden has become a fall totally. town. Fall is when all of the community festivals, events. It, it's just um, what we're all about here. And for me, coming off the past few years, it's all tied in with elections for me, which mm-hmm. is not great. But this year, it's a municipal year, so it's not really an election year. And I don't have to do any of that stuff. So I'm, like, ready to roll. You're, like ready, to, yes. you're ready to see the leaves. You're ready to drink the pumpkin spice. Oh, yeah. And go to some of these amazing events. Yes. Kayla got her first pumpkin-flavored uh, coffee today, she said. She did. She went to Starbucks mm. um, and mm. got a little bit of that. Yep. And it's time. It's we're time. Here. Okay. Uh, well, so we're going to look at, you have a few events here on the outline, but the first thing we have on the schedule is the Harvest Stroll. Yeah. So let's talk through it. Yeah. Well, let's, mm-hmm. let's dive in. You know, we really wanted to talk about as we look into the, the end of the year, what are the key events that we like downtown and mm-hmm. what's coming? Yeah. And uh, first is the Harvest Stroll. Saturday, September 23rd at 11 a.m. That's right, 11 Mm -hmm. a.m. And this is one of those deals, kind of like the spring wine walk, which is really popular, where, you know, everybody gets these bags. Yes. You know, they start at the Discovery Center, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is a pay event. Oh. $15. Oh, wow. Sold out last year. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's a sweet tooth. This isn't the wine. This is the sweet tooth. And you start at Discovery, and you're given a bag. A mm-hmm. swag bag, as they call it. Oh, nice. And uh, you go around and you fill it up at wow. participating businesses. So, oh, my gosh. Um, you know, it's it's like whenever you drive through town and you just see people everywhere yeah. with bags. And totally. You're like, what the heck's going on? Totally. Uh, totally. I'm looking at the list of vendors. You know, it's just basically everyone that's downtown. 
It's very exciting. Yeah, and so the, again, that's uh, Saturday, yeah. September twenty third. Now, now have 1030. you ever gone to one of these strolls? See, this is where we get it. No, I have not. See, and, I have to be honest. I haven't. Okay. And I'm not. I think it's one of our most successful events. Yes. But I kind of wanted to chat through it for a minute. Okay. I feel weird when I go into businesses and take samples of things and not buy something to support the business. Totally. And I don't think that's accurate. I think that's what they expect. It's what everyone that buys the ticket does. I'm not judging the, the, right. the action. I just, I always feel a little weird about it. Yeah. So I've just never really done it. But, but, um, yeah, like I, I, I feel the go. same way, but I think given that it's a ticketed event yes, and the goal is to hit all of the stores, they surely don't expect. They don't. But then again. And it gets, it gets people to see the in store. In the store. It's, it's, you know, and I learned, you know, retail is all about foot traffic, foot yeah. traffic, foot traffic, yeah. foot traffic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same way, but I, I, I think that that's probably unfounded. It's totally unfounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so maybe, you know what, maybe I'll buy a ticket if it's not already sold out, and we'll go down there and support it and walk around and, and see what we get. Yeah. I mean, so, hey, we can report back. You can take some photos for us. Hey, we'll cover it. <laughs> so, again, that is the Harvest Stroll. This is Main Street. This is Main Street's event as well, right? Main Street's right? event, yeah. Okay. Um, it's mm-hmm. Saturday, September 23rd, and it's at 11 a.m. Okay. All right. What next? So next is Glastoberfest. Yes. So this is a big one. Big um, one. I'm hoping that we might do a booth and record should, like awesome. we did at Pride. I need to research that. Yep. So this year, it's October 20th and 21st, Friday and Saturday. You know, it starts on a Friday night, you know, a Friday afternoon Perfect. into the night. Time of the year, perfect for time one of, of the these year. Festivals. I mean, you've got the weather is like cool, so you can wear jeans and like a light jacket or sweater. Yeah. You know, yeah, this perfect. This has really become maybe my favorite mm-hmm. of yeah. the festivals, and it's relatively new. I say that it's mm-hmm. kind of not now, but it kind of is because I think they started it a year or two right before COVID hit, yep. and then COVID kind of hit it. But mm-hmm. this is you know sponsored by Zimmerman Art Glass. Yeah. Uh, 102.7 WOCC and then Main Street's there again. So yeah. it's this real two-day event. You've got demonstrators. You've got various artists, booths. And it kind of has this German angle to it, which yeah. I kind of like. I like that too. Um, you yeah. know, it's located really downtown there, right behind Zimmerman Art Glass. They shut streets down, which they is always amazing. They shut streets down. And uh, they have German food that you can eat. Yeah. I want to give props to the town council while we're on that for allowing the streets to be shut down for things like Glastoberfest and Popcorn Festival. Because to me, that's what really makes the events feel major Hmm. is that the streets are shut down. And I I don't know if this is has any merit, but I feel like when we were kids and the town was under different leadership, that would have never happened. So you're going down a road that I was going to talk about as well with some of these events. These are not events we had no. when I was a kid around here. Now, maybe no. I'm missing the boat. We had big things. We had events, but, but it wasn't the same. But there, there are a couple different things. So like with Glastoberfest, you've got some band performances. You've mm-hmm. got Juice Box Heroes, which Massive. who the heck are they? Uh, they're everywhere. Yeah. I don't know um, anything about so them. So here's the thing. I could... Well, they're co- they're a cover band. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the song list on their website right now. 
hundreds of songs. So what they do is they get up, they probably sound really good, and they yeah. just play all these songs everybody likes. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, they were playing when we were walking home from Glastoberfest last year on the right. Friday night, I think. And they were good. They were very good. Okay. Okay. Um, then there's another band I should say, the Louisville Crashers. And of yeah. course they're going to have... They're, they're great. I, I know of them okay. as well. Yeah. Okay. So I just like Glastoberfest and... It's definitely one to put on your calendar of the four we're talking about because mm-hmm. honestly, and, and I don't want to veer into, it's just a step above. It's a step above because the, the those two bands are, the two bands, you know, very high quality live music, beer garden, art, art. And they're, they're doing demos um, of glass. Demos. The whole time. I mean, it's got a real point of view and it just hits. I mean, it's just a well run yep. event and it's kind of just for fun. Like there is a, a venue where, or a section where you have vendors set up and artisans to a buy lot, things, yeah. but that's not really the focus. It's really just a big party. It's a big party. And there's yeah. a beer garden, which yeah. add that to the things we never had as kids, which oh, we wouldn't have I mean, used, but uh, never. it brings people out. People love a beer garden. They do. And I, you know, we don't have this on our list because I feel like, what do you even say about Lanesville heritage? Um, but that, I mean, beer garden, beer garden. That, that's, it's been, it's had a beer garden for as long as I can remember. And that's what always set it apart when we were kids is like, Oh, Lanesville heritage. I mean, you have a beer garden. I think it's great that Corydon's getting into having a little bit more of these events that are a bit more of a draw than yeah. just something going on. Yeah. Okay. It's great. It's great. And then, um, at the pride festival live episode, we had Carrie Zimmerman on that's and right. he, you know, he just said like, Every year he thinks, how big, much bigger is this thing going to get? And do we even want it to get bigger? Yeah, we do. But then, oh my gosh, how do we handle it? You know, so I feel like it's even kind of surpassed their expectations of what it could be. And it's just really um, a great thing. Yep. So that's October 20th and 21st and Friday night, all day Saturday. Yeah. Big event. Mm -hmm. Big event. Yeah. Okay. Next event, Cinema on Chestnut. Now, you know, this is a series but, um, you know, this cinema on Chestnut is really popular. Very. So I felt like... Well, it's free. It's free. It's mm-hmm. a wonderful thing for families to do. Yeah. And uh, I'm really highlighting the one that's on uh, Friday, October 27th. It's okay. It's Halloween, you know? I see the, the title of the movie. Casper. Is it the original? I'm going to look. Oh, with, uh, with What's-Her-Face. With from, Christina Ricci. Yeah. And at the very end, he's only in it for about 90 seconds, Devin Sawa. Oh. And that's why I loved it when I was Well, a check kid. on that. I bet you it's the new one. I that's know. the new animated thing yeah. that came Which, out like two you or know, three years ago. I don't ago. have any need for that. But, um, yeah. Well, anyway, you're, great. Yeah, so, Sorry. But this is an awesome event. Do and They do it down on Bicentennial Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, starts at 530, you know, before the movie's even on. They have events. They have a lot of people that set up. Um, and it starts, I think it's an ongoing event. Like it starts earlier it, than October 27th, but, it is. but that's just going to be the perfect weather, you know, a Halloween kind of thing. I think they'll do like a trick or treat. They did that last year. You gave out over 550 cotton candy yep. cones that night. Yep. Um, it was great. A certain friend of the pod, don't know who, um, but there is word on the street. That someone will be out handing free cotton candy at this event. Oh, okay. On the 27th. <laughs> Um, yes, wink, I think wink. you've committed to that. I committed to that because um, Erica Walter was actually one of the main people who started this. And she's excellent. And she, yes. I, you know, I remember she called me and uh, was saying, you know, I liked, I just liked her approach. She didn't really have an agenda. No. She was just like, we need more things for families to do. Yeah. 
and she just kind of spearheaded this and got sponsors. And uh, so honestly, I just kind of like to support it. Yeah. But it's, um, we handed out cotton candy at this last year. Star machine last year when we were set up there. It was and wild. They had a DJ. They had music. <gasps> That's right. I mean, this was a very big thing. I totally forgot. Yes. They yeah. had a DJ that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then like the middle section of, so this is at Bicentennial Park. Yep. Um, downtown the middle section was um kind of roped off or you know like delineated to where it was a dance floor mm-hmm. and you had just tons of kids out there dancing to a dj it was just a good time it was kind of like a wedding it was but it was awesome yeah it was awesome it was a good i'd time. forgotten that they did yep. that and so that was all you know in the hours leading up to dark and then they show the movie once it gets dark yep now it's for me, you know, I'm like, I'm ready for bed at that point. But, but hey. That is the event. I think it's worth going if you need something to do. A yep. lot of free fun. Yeah, we'll have a link to, like, the list of you nights bet. they're doing that. But you will be there on the 27th We'll be there. I'll be there on the 27th of okay. October, Friday night, gotcha. handing out free cotton candy. I think they're going to be cobwebs. Oh, yeah, that's it's gonna right. going to be white. I'm going to make white vanilla cotton candy. And wow. It's just going to be like Halloween cobwebs wow. that you can eat. I wonder if I should donate some of those little spider rings we could put in. Oh, yeah. Put it in there. That's how we could give someone cotton candy on a stick and put a couple of those little spider yeah. rings in it. Okay. Okay. Make a note of that. Yep. All right. What next? Next, we're rolling into the freaking holidays. <laughs> Light up Corydon. Light up. Saturday, November 25th, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Yes. An all-day deal. Yes. Sponsored by Main Street Corydon. They are inviting us home for the holidays as we light up downtown. Okay. It's a big one. You know, and Light Up Corydon's always been big. Always. All my life. Yeah. But I kind of had a thought on this. So, okay, let me take a step back. Okay. A lot of details to come, but there's wagon rides. They usually have live reindeer. There's vendors. There's hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. You've got the Kittermans, you know, the tea oh, house yeah. doing their thing. They dress up as the Grinches and tell I mean, crazy story time. Let's just stop for a minute and t- say how they are doing the most. They're doing the most. Like, they, they look are incredible. When they dress up for a these plus. events, it is flawless. It's on par with, well, on par if not better yeah. than any professional I mean, yeah. They are professionals. They really they are. are I was going to bring up their schedule and talk about the tea room and the, the teas they have coming up for the fall. Yeah. I was going to contribute that to the conversation, but they're all sold out. They're wiped out. Yeah. So I, mean, I was like, well, we can't, you know, yeah. we they, can't just talk about something that's sold out. They're, they're a powerful force of the town, which by the way, they're, they're throughout a lot of these events. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So for but, sure. But they're always there doing amazing stories. And you know what? He even MCs it, I think. Oh, on the, the Grand Marshal. And he's like, is, oh, he's like the MC he's on the, kind of the oh, okay. MC of the event. And, gotcha. And Santa shows up. Um, Lanterns? I, I've got it on my list. Lanterns. Last year, <laughs> um, Harrison County Arts. Remember, mm-hmm. they spent months. Kids could go down. They're, they're doing that they're again. They're doing it again where you make your lantern and we all walk through the parade with our lanterns. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey that we had on, she spoke about it a little bit. And I think they might be doing tutorials about lanterns at the farmer's market or okay. glass toberfest they're doing that a booth sense. at glass toberfest where they're 
showing how to make the lantern and having people make them there to try to kind of start that process yep. earlier. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's a perfect timeline. Yeah. If you have little kids and you kind of, you want to do something that's really low stakes and low effort on your part, but it's still really a fun novel experience for them as far as the holidays go. The lanterns at the, at the Artisan Center or Harrison County Arts, sorry, um, is great. Like you, you just make this lantern. They give you what you need. They give you what you need. And then you come back to light up Corydon and you walk in the parade holding your lantern. Yeah. And we have some pictures. We yeah, can pop it we up. Can. It, it was a lot of fun. It looked really pretty. It was really nice. Which, the parade. We yeah. didn't always have a Christmas parade. And so a parade is, it's like this evening parade. And one thing I was going to say about this event, you know, when we were kids, the big downtown party parade event was really the Halloween Halloween, parade. yeah, that's what I was going to say. And that's kind of gone away yeah. in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And my feeling is this Christmas thing it's has thing. taken its place. I agree. So people that are kids now, I think it's this it's this Christmas day. It's this parade. I have a whole theory on why this is. Okay. And it could be a separate show. Oh, but really? um, I think it's the trunk or treats have ruined you Halloween know, have, in some ways. They, in some ways um, they kind of have. Like, like the trunk or treat at the, the O'Bannon Woods, which is excellent. I've been to that. It's a great event. But like things like that have kind of decimated the, the Halloween parade because it's always on the same night. You're right. And then the big auto shock sheriff's yeah. trunk or treat, which is great too. Yeah. I mean, these are free events for people that maybe don't have a great neighborhood to trick or treat in. I get it. I think there's positive to it, but I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just become this Christmas thing. has just become a big day. And honestly, I like this day. Like as I've gotten to turn into an adult, you like Christmas. I like it. And that's, actually, that's, this is a whole nother topic. I think millennials, people our age and younger, they embrace the holidays unlike our parents did. Like okay. what I've noticed with people in, Tell their, me more. in their late yeah. to mid thirties, and this is a trend. Okay. I don't want to go down a wormhole I, here. I'm ready. It's Christmas by Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, I mean, Yeah. Worrying Christmas. And I remember as a kid, that wasn't the case. No. You had Thanksgiving, and then you went another couple weeks. And, and then, then it you was did Christmas, Christmas time. People our age, when you get to that Thanksgiving week, you're decorated, your tree's up. Okay. If and you're, you're going to go there, Christmas. if you're going to go there, we're going to go there. I'm, I am a very, very harsh, like no Christmas before Thanksgiving person. Okay, before, I but was, I'm saying... No, I am now. Oh. I don't want my tree up before Thanksgiving. But you don't you put it up on Thanksgiving weekend? We do, but that's different. Oh. Thanksgiving is like a kickoff to Christmas in my mind. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I mean, I, because it did, I don't even think it used to be that way. What I'm saying is the pushback I get on that is huge. I find that most people are putting their tree up like November 1st. Oh, they're, wow. They're, no. I mean, I agree with you completely. Okay. And people are doing Christmas ready. like way early, yeah. way too early in okay. my opinion. Of course, do what you want. Like, doesn't hurt me. Well, I was it's making fine. the argument that even the, the Thanksgiving weekend's early from when I was a kid. We never put our 
Christmas tree up on Thanksgiving weekend. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. I like the idea. Okay. I like to put the tree up watching the Macy's Day Parade because the Macy's Day Parade is Christmas themed. Yep. It's it's launching it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of parades, let's get back to Corridon's. Yeah. Um, Do you remember before COVID? I do. Simmons College? I do. Out of Louisville? They would roll in here with their marching band. I have photos from that day that we, the, like the, I remember one year specifically and wow. Literally. I mean, so great. Owning it. Yeah. They were an amazing performing group. And I, I do hope they come back too. I knew that that was a, you know, their, their interest, Main Street's interested for sure in getting them back. And I think it may have just still been a COVID thing, hopefully. I think it maybe was a COVID thing because I know their band, they tour all around. Yeah. They do a lot of different events, but that was so fun. Light Up Corridon, November 25th, 11 a.m. to 8, a big day. Yep. And that's it for the year, really. And that's you know, it for the year. Yeah. You know, I, the last thing I'll say about these festivals, what I've really noticed as I've gotten older so, you know, just to recap, these are really our fall festivals. We've got sweet strolls. We've got Halloween. we got Christmas. And I think it's important to, you know, quickly mention a couple of things we didn't talk about yep. that are always there, like the extravaganza. The extravaganza you know, you've got two big. of those. Um, all the stuff the parks does for Christmas. The wagon rides, yeah. which always shut down my jogging trail, yeah. which is always a bit of a We have like a bummer, thing with but that. But I respect but... what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted the idea of... They always do such a great job of the trail with all the lights. Mm-hmm. I wish that they, we could have some sort of, and I would pay to do it, like some sort of holiday 5K through it. Oh, totally. Wouldn't yeah. that be great? Light it up, have a holiday 5K run through all those Nathan, lights. Nathan, are you listening? Yeah. Put let's a pin do in it. that idea. So as we wrap this up, I love fall. Because as okay. I was putting this together, I just said, you know, we're a fall town. I mean, we get yeah. every season. But we're a fall thing. town. We get the trees, yeah. an abandoned woods. We mm-hmm. get the river. Yeah. I mean, that's that's quite a hot take. You love fall. I like all seasons, but I think I think fall is becoming my season. Yeah. I've got I, May for mm-hmm. the Indy 500 and all that fun stuff. You like spring? I think, you I like think fall? I'm a fall person. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. You can find links to all these events and all the info um, in the show notes on our website. But we're going to take a quick break and come back with some recommendations. Let's do it. Okay. Love getting, getting local, local updates, updates from the Blue, Blue Dot? Consider, consider making a one-time donation by visiting bluedothc.com. Just scroll to the bottom and click donate. Blue Dot is made up of volunteers and would not be possible without the support of the community. Listeners now have the option to become annual members of Blue Dot Harrison County. This membership includes early access to weekly email updates, exclusive members-only episodes, and one item of merchandise from our store. Please visit blue.hc.com slash membership to learn more. All right, recommendations. Uh, what do you have? This is kind of not very original, but I'm going to go there anyway. My recommendation is a video game I know. and it's Zelda Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom I feel like probably we have a significant amount of listeners that play we sh- I'm sure we do I mean it's a massive it's, game it's a massive phenomenon mm-hmm. so I just wanted to riff on it for a few minutes mm-hmm. it's I don't play video games like I used to mm-hmm. but this one's just different and it's mind-bogglingly good well not done just, well yeah, well executed like, yeah like not just in like oh this is a good video game i'm talking like 
art. Art. I'm talking like books. I'm talking <laughs> movies. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying just in the it's video a, game It's world. its own thing. It's an it's unbelievable achievement in how they even made it, which, mm-hmm. by the way, most major video game programmers can't figure out how Nintendo made this game. Mm-hmm. But outside of all that, it's just so fun. Like, yeah. it's just so fun. And so me, Kayla, Philip, Graham, we're all playing it, and we all yeah. have our own games. That's so f- great. And I mean, I love it. we're just having a blast. So, like, Philip 6, can he play it? Well, the magic of the game is you can play it really any way you want. It's an open world game, right? Yeah. So if anyone's played Zelda, you're a little character and, you know, you, you do your thing, walk around, have an adventure. You can play it however you want. Yeah. So he likes to walk around and explore caves and mm-hmm. find things. And we may play the main missions or just not. Yeah. Um, there's puzzles that are genius in it. Um, yeah. And it's just so well done that I don't the even, the music, yeah. the music in it is fantastic. So that's, that's my major recommendation. And it's, it's got me thinking also, like a lot of people probably play this because they're nostalgic and they played Zelda as kids, mm-hmm. but I don't even have that. Right. You know, we, we were into Nintendo. Oh, yeah. We did Mario. We did Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. But Zelda was like... We were like, never Zelda it people. Just, we just weren't Zelda people. Um, but now we are. Mm-hmm. And, we had uh, some friends that were Zelda people that we would go to their house and they would be playing Zelda. So it's just a yeah. true masterpiece of a game. And it's also inspired me to understand something that I think some parents don't always understand. Mm-hmm. Not all screen time is created equal. I mean... I would Preach let it. Graham and Philip play Zelda for a while. Yeah. Versus kids YouTube. Like Oh yeah. And I totally. think some parents don't really get that. Like they oh. think, okay, if you're on a screen, you're on a screen. It's well so... if you're on a screen playing Zelda, that's not the same as being on a screen watching some crap not even, YouTube stuff. Not even close. Am I fair to say that? Oh, I'm I agree with that hundred percent. I'm I not mean, sure people see it that way. Oh no. Um I mean all screen time is considered evil and horrible right. and, and something to be limited. And, you know, we have, we've been a little bit strict with video games. Well, I mean, you can't do it for like hours But I will end, say, but... I will say it's not, it's not the act of playing it or like the game itself that has made me do that. It's mainly that I don't want to, they, until recently, Simon had never asked to play video games. Uh-huh. And so I just was like... I'm not going to do this until he asks. Right. Right. Because I just don't want to introduce another thing that I have to interact with. And so, (laughs) so, but yeah, like for instance, when they want to watch Bluey. Sure. And if like, I will let them watch Bluey longer than can't think of another crappy show, but you know, some coyote Peterson trash video, which he isn't even that bad. actually. No, he's like a national geographic kind of show, but like bluey is different. Yeah. You know, bluey's different. Um, you know, classic Disney movies to me are different. Um, and then some video games. Yeah. Yeah, like Like Zelda. Yeah. Like Zelda. Yeah. And I think that I just, I always use myself as like, well, what did we do as a kid? Because I don't play video games at all and don't care about them. And it's, I seem to be doing okay. Um, maybe some people listening disagree with that, but I seem to be doing okay. And I played tons of video games oh, as sure. a kid. Like we, I don't know if we had restrictions, did we? We had no restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. And I you know. know. And I guess 
that's what I'm trying to say. If it's a really good game, like yeah. Zelda, that's artistic, well put together, not in too bad taste. Like, okay, we're not going to sit here and play this for like five hours straight. No. But I'm not going to get real weird about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the last thing is with Nintendo, been so into this game. I think one of the reasons it's so good is they their goal is to make this an enjoyable experience without some side hustle of trying to teach a kid how to spell the whole time. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. it's this game is literally about and a kid can tell when they're oh. being preached to. Oh yeah. And so they love this. And then the irony is they've learned how to read a lot from Zelda because mm. it's full of text yeah. that you have to read. So yeah. Oh yeah. Zelda's my recommendation. You Zelda could be Tears of the Kingdom. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It doesn't matter what age you are. It's got a bit of a learning curve. Yeah. So my issue with games like this that are really open-ended is I hate them. <laughs> I understand that. I, <laughs> but this one's pretty good. I know. It's. I know it's different. I know if I were to try it, I would really like it. But for me, I want my video game to be like, I'm doing this. Like, I'm trying to do this okay, and I'm like going to beat that. this yeah it's you it has it that all that inside yeah. that yeah and I've never been one to to play games where like I have to go around and talk to people yes. I can't stand that well this has a little bit of that yeah I know and so to me I appreciate it I don't know if I'll ever play it but Andrew is planning to play it this winter he's saving it for it's the a winter, winter. Pro- it's yeah. a winter and thing. it's played on a switch correct it's played on a switch and um it's of course just perfect in every way shape okay. or form all right I love it uh, my recommendation is, uh, I, mm-hmm. I didn't struggle to come up with something. I have two things. One is fairly general and whatever. The second one is a little bit more specific. So first I'm going to talk about New York times cooking. Okay. Um, it's a subscription. So like you have to pay to have a membership to New York times cooking. You don't have to have a subscription to the whole paper. So it's a section. It's a section of, of New York times where it's the recipe section. Okay. And I just find it to be incredibly solid, like incredibly solid. Cause my issue with like going to the internet for recipes, this is the whole thing, but yeah, yeah. is like what's legit and what isn't with recipes, you know? And so I've decided I don't go to Google for recipes. I go to New York times cooking. That's my Google for food. So can I ask a couple questions? So what I'm assuming is, by paying this premium, yeah. you actually can get to an online recipe and not like scroll for with your thumb oh, no. for like yeah, five yeah. minutes exactly. to get through like Yeah. Here's the ingredients. Yeah, the or blogs. They, they always have oh like they always have like eight paragraphs about the dish. No, there's none. And then of you that. get to the ingredients, then you go through a bunch of display ads and then you get to the directions. So that's I'm gonna wh- bet this is way better to Oh design. no, like it's like perfectly laid out. Every and what I like about it is it's standard. Like Every okay. time the recipe looks exactly the same, picture, title, amounts, yeah. recipe, you awesome. know, like, so my eyes exactly don't have to like jump everywhere Figure out where all this crap is. And, um, it's so massive. Like they'll have a recipe for anything you need. Like so it's, it's, it's like a hub. Yes. And so I don't know how much it is. It's, it's affordable. It's not much. It's like maybe 15 to $20 and a year. And you can search on it. And it's just a yeah, better... Yeah, you can search by, like, easy, buy ingredient, buy, you know, all your Great. stuff. Well, yeah, and it's worth it. It's worth every penny. Because when you go to Google and you search a recipe, God knows what you're getting. You get all these weird things, you know. And they're not tested. They're not and... tested. Some of them are just, like, 
it might default to the easy five minute version where you're like, well, I don't want a five minute no. version. No, and, and version. sometimes they're fine, but I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to second guess. Mm-hmm. And so I, I awesome. highly recommend it if you like to cook because it just, it's a, it's a solid website and app. And so it is a separate app too. Oh, wow. It's not like in the New York Times app. It's a whole separate app. But then if that's you, good. Yeah. Maybe it's exactly. made to be easy to use while exactly. you're doing it. Any highlights? Anything you've made from um, it? I good? made, so I made this the other night. And even though I was like, this is a weird recipe. Uh, it was a, like a pot sticker salad. Ooh. No, we love pot stickers <laughs> yeah. at our house. But I've so never it was a, a tomato salad because we have tons of tomatoes from the garden. So you chop up your tomatoes, put them in a bowl, and then you make your pot stickers but you like fry them so they're kind of crunchy. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So you make yep. them normally. Yeah. And then you put them in the bowl with the tomatoes and you make like a little vinaigrette that goes and you just toss it all together. And it's like a, it was like a salad of dumplings. Sounds really good. Yeah, it was odd, but very good. Um, so yeah, Th- okay. I found that when I went, I just, I just searched for tomato recipes. It's also very seasonal. Like it'll have whatever's in season, like, that's so the main focus. Curated. Yeah, it's very curated to the season and what's happening right now. Yeah. And well, so awesome. I'll put a link of, um, to that recipe in the show notes. And um, yeah, it was great. And then the second thing is shorter, very specific, but you'll appreciate this. I have come back to a, a song Ooh. that I've been listening to a lot, in particular when I'm running. Okay. And you wouldn't think of this song as like a perfect running song, but it is. The All Eyes on Me song from Bo Burnham's Inside. Oh, wow. So this song has a lot of profanity in it. Yeah, it's, it's not out for, there. for children if you care about that. But it's intense. It's an intense song, but there's something about it that is so amazing when you're running. Really? Well, I'm going to add yes. to my list. And it, it's got that weird thing where like he talks in it. So... I'm just going to add this to my running list and try it because right now I'm kind of struggling. So this is a song from a, was it a, it was a Netflix, Netflix special came out right around COVID. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're listening out there and you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's not necessarily the most enjoyable thing to watch. It's comedy and Bo Burnham's, you know, a comedian. Mm -hmm. He was a stand-up comedian then wrote and directed this amazing movie, yeah. Eighth Grade. And it's all from inside his apartment in L.A. during the pandemic. COVID, yeah. And so he sings. It's a musical. He sings all these songs. And, and it deals with a lot. It deals with Comedy, a lot. Comedy, depression. Yeah. So he, like, had a mental breakdown and had to quit doing stand-up a few years before the pandemic. And so in this um, song, this is the song at the end of the movie, and it's called All Eyes on Me. And it's about him deciding to come back to stand-up in January of 2020. Yeah. And he was, like, all ready to hit the road again. And then, <laughs> and then it, <laughs> you know. COVID. And he said, then the funniest thing happened is one of the, the lyrics. Yeah. Um, but the, the song is, like, really hypnotic and, like, just kind of... Weird. Weird, but, like, in a really... It's, it's emotional... Yeah. Weirdly, it's a perfect song to run to. Okay, well, I'm adding it to my list. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. And I may have to rewatch that. Yeah. It's 
definitely original. It's original. The songs are actually really good. Um, I highly recommend. And it does have some. It's deep, but it also just has some really funny. It's really funny well, too. Well, there's one in there. Instagram. What he's a. Oh yeah, it's about Instagram. I'm just a white. Can't remember the name girl of the song. On Instagram yeah, or white girl on Instagram. No, white girl's Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's no one's safe in it, that's for sure. No. You know, he they, they, he, he takes down everybody, but um, okay. yeah, that's what I have. Awesome. Great okay. recommendation. I'll add that to my list. All right. So um, that's what we got for you. Uh, you know, this will probably be the last episode you'll be on until next season in 2024. So we'll see you then. Well, thanks for having me. It's been fun to hop on and chat every once in a while. And, yeah. Uh, all right. Hope everybody has a great holiday, holiday season. season. I mean, this is kind of like... We're, this is going to come out right after Labor Day weekend. And we're in the holidays. We're in the holidays. Let's do this. Yep. All right, bye.